Did you know that if you're an independent home improvement retailer, you are already a member of the North American Retail Hardware Association? The NRHA has been in existence since 1900 and serves its members in a variety of ways. From Hardware Retailing Magazine and our two podcast series to exclusive research and events, the association is here to help you become a better, more profitable business owner. To learn about what NRHA is doing for you, visit nrha.org. Welcome to another episode of Hardware Retailing's podcast, Tell Me More, hosted by myself, Renee Shagnon. On today's episode, I get to talk to Susan Wasco, the co-owner of Wasco Hardware in Kiyosakwa, Iowa, with her husband, Joe. During the episode, we will talk about the business they've run since 2005, their deep roots in the hardware industry, and how the company has continued to serve its community during the COVID-19 pandemic. Welcome to the show, Susan. Well, thank you, Renee. I hope I pronounced, uh, is it Kiyosakwa? Did I say that correctly? You did pretty well. It's Kiyosakwa. Mm-hmm. Kiyosakwa. Okay, great. Well, I'd love to just kind of get started and and maybe if you wouldn't mind, you could just introduce yourself. Um, tell me a little bit about the history of the business. Sure, sure. Well, my husband, Joe, and I opened our store in May 2005. Prior to that, Joe had managed another co-op chain that went out of business in February 2005. Um, so we we uh, scrambled and found and found a building and had opened up um, in May. We didn't want to leave the good people of Kiyosakwa hanging without a hardware store for very long. Um, so that was good. Um, we have our, our store is uh, downtown Kiyosakwa. And it's 7,500 square feet. It's a home center with uh, convenience lumber and a showroom displaying kitchen showers, vanities, and faucets. Great. So I'd love to hear a little bit about um, kind of how Joe, were you involved in the prior business that he... He was the manager, and I read on the website that you guys, when when you made the transition and, and opened your own business, you brought you know those employees over with you. So you had all of that deep history and knowledge in the industry that you were able to um, have when you opened your business, which is awesome. But I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yes, we did. Um, all the employees came with us. Uh, matter of fact, um, in 2005, um, when we had opened up, I I have worked had worked for a doctor's office for 15 years. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew nothing about the hardware industry other than yeah. what Joe would come home and talk about. Um, so we um, and I worked part time for the the doctor's office um, when we opened up in 2005, and I worked there part time for a year. Um, we wanted to make sure everything was up and going. And everything mm-hmm. was going to be fine until I came to the hardware store full time. Yeah. So, so ha- and how many years was he in working in the hardware industry before you guys decided to open your business? Um, he had started out in the hardware industry in 1982. Okay. So from 82 to 2005, he had worked um, for this other uh, co-op. Awesome. And okay. then... 
what has it been like for you, I guess, since you like, did, was that a decision that the two of you came to together? Like when you found out that that hardware store was going out of business, the co-op was going out of business and you wanted to open your own. Was that something where he was just like, you know what, like, let's bring one to town and, and we can do it. And I have the knowledge and, and the people, or how did you guys come to that decision? Exactly. Exactly. And he, it has always been his dream uh, to have his own store and uh, everything aligned. And uh, we had, you know, had many conversations about it and mm-hmm. we knew that um, we wanted to do this. And, you know, for 15 years now, um, we've been together 24 seven working and being at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's worked out really well. That's awesome. So, yeah. Um, what has it been like for you then? So your husband was in the industry, but you earlier just now were saying how you didn't have that information or knowledge really other than what he would come home and tell you. What was that learning experience like for you back in 2005 when you were getting started? And when you look back at where you were when you started and where you are now, like what, what difference do you see? And what do you feel like you understand Um, or know? Well, well, for one thing, our co-op has been so great. They have, um, they, they have training sessions, um, that I have, have went to, um, a whole week long, um, training session that Joe and I both had went to when we first started up that helped tremendously. Um, and any, you know, these Facebook groups, um, anything I can get my hands on to learn about retail, I did, um, and about customer service, you know, yeah. that is the heart of our store. So we, you know, I'm always, and Joe too, we're always trying to to learn more because you learn something new every day. And um, I, there's so much in retail that I didn't know about coming into this. And now I look back and kind of laugh. It's like, oh gosh, you didn't know that. But, you know, everything, as I say, you learn something new every day. For sure. Um, is there a specific aspect of, of running or operating a hardware store that you enjoy the most? Like, would you say, are you someone that enjoys being out on the sales floor? Do you like doing the books? Do you enjoy um, merchandising or working with employees? Or is it kind of a combination of all those things? It's actually a combination of all of the things. Um, as we remodeled our kitchen and bath showroom um, in 2016. Uh And now we've got this big showroom. And so I've really gotten into selling kitchen cabinet sets and and helping our customers build a kitchen of their dreams. And I really enjoy that. I really enjoy putting the colors together, putting the countertops together um, and doing bathrooms. And so that's, if I could be out in the showroom all day, that's what I, I would really like. But I, I do enjoy um, being in the back office, too. Um, mm. I enjoy visiting with our customers. Um, customers here, you know, we're a town of a thousand people. Our customers are our family, you know. Um, and I really enjoy um, visiting with them. Of course, we have the same group of guys that come in every day and, you know, they joke around and, and uh, I just in, enjoy the the closeness of the customers. As I say, we're just all like one big family. 
Definitely. So, um, how many employees do you guys have and, and, um, and how, what are they like as part of the team as well? Well, we have six, well, four employees, six altogether, counting Joe and myself. Mm-hmm. And um, the one employee that's our manager, Matt, he's been with Joe since, uh, it had been uh, 1988. So mm-hmm. he's been here a long time. He knows the store inside and out. He knows the plumbing. It's just so nice to know that, you know, there's somebody else that we can rely on, the customers can rely on if, if Joe or I aren't here, um, that, you know, Matt, Matt knows the inside and out of a, of a hardware store and uh, he can do about anything too. That's awesome. Yeah, um, it is. So what are your thoughts on uh, the hardware and like the home improvement industry? Um, now that you've been in it for 15 years yourself and, you know, your husband even longer, uh, what do you enjoy the most about being a part of this industry? Well, the independent retailers, you know, we, we, we are competitors against each other, but mainly we're against the big boxes. Um, and it's just so nice that all of these co-ops, you know, all of us can work together and um, share ideas um, and be there for one another, um, especially with these Facebook groups now that they have. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I enjoy NRHA's Facebook group. And it's just, it's really nice to, to be able to, I think it's changed in the last 15 years Yeah, um, with social media. Oh you know, yeah. We're, we're more connected than ever. It seems uh, like, and there's more are. opportunities than ever to, you know, set aside, Oh, well, you're a do it best or you're an ACE or you're a true value or you work with Oracle or house Hassan right. or what have you. And like you said, those are still, those are still things that every retailer who's part of those different groups is excited and proud of, but you can also say, okay, well, we're all in this together at the same time. And, you know, we want to make sure our industry continues to thrive. So um, that's kind of where NRHA tries to step in and help be the Switzerland for retailers to come together and set some of that stuff, set the flags down at the door and say, Hey, you know, I'm in this, in this with you. Um, So, so that's good to hear too, that, that there is less of that. I don't know. I think there's friendly competition, but it's not as maybe as intense, you know? Well, and I think so too. I think the industry across all the co-ops, you know, they're really strong entrepreneurs and, you know, I want to see all of those independent entrepreneurs grow. You know, I don't care if they're an ACE. I don't care if they're an Orgyle, you know, it's just nice that it's a, it's a small business. That's the backbone of this country. Exactly. Um, And kind of talking about that, you know, right now we're in this strange time. We're recording in uh, mid-April. It's crazy to say it's already mid-April. Like, I feel like it just was April 1st a couple days ago. Um, But how have you guys, and this is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today, is just 
What was it like hearing all of the news starting to come out when we were first talking about COVID-19 um, and it really started ramping up in, in March and then the stay at home order started to come through and essential businesses kind of walk me through a little bit about how you guys had to react it in the beginning and, and um, maybe what it's been like the past couple weeks for you all. Well, it's been interesting to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, daily it, it changes a little bit. Um, we, you know, we're in rural Iowa and at first we thought, well, you know, maybe, you know, you, you'd heard it all out on the West coast mm-hmm. and, um, and then, you know, in March is when it really started to ramp up around here. Um, yeah. So at, at first, you know, Joe and I and Matt, we all kind of put our heads together and said, okay, what what do we want to do, not only for ourselves, but for our community to make sure everyone is safe. So we started out with the X's on the floor, you know, sanitized everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Um and then a couple of weeks later, um, we had decided uh, a couple of our customers happened to have COVID-19. Oh, wow. And, you know, for a little town of a thousand, you know, to have some positive cases, it was a scary time. It still is a scary time. Yeah. Um, so we decided um, that we were going to do curbside only. Um, And that has been going on for about three weeks now. Um, And it has went well. Um, We haven't had very, we haven't really had hardly any negativity at all. And we kind of took the stance that we would rather be accused of doing too much than not enough. You know, um, we have a good following on Facebook and we shared our intentions of staying open through a live video. And that live video has uh, had so many likes and so many shares. But we, you know, we wanted to proudly say, you know, when this is all over with that, hey, we did what we thought would help our staff and help the community. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, and there's always going to be someone who has a comment or has something to say, but I think that your point on the fact that it, it makes it more real when you find out there's someone that you work with or a customer that you have that is facing this kind of scary thing. So I think that definitely makes sense to, you know, close close down the in-store operation. Um, how, has, how has it been managing, like, picking up orders like are people ordering online are they calling the store and saying hey i need these couple things like how are you kind of doing the actual day-to-day business side of it well they actually um what they're doing is they call um they call the store or and we you know we make the list out um Mm -hmm. or they just come to the front and we have actually um hooked up a doorbell oh cool yeah and it works out really well. So, I mean, there's always somebody in the front of the store, but if they happen to go and um, needed to get a gallon of paint for someone and yeah. they don't see somebody right away, we've got a doorbell. We've got three tables set up outside in a U shape. So uh-huh. they know that, you know, six feet distancing, please. And mm-hmm. um, they know they can just ring the doorbell and 
say, hey, you know, I've placed an order or, hey, I need this. Yeah. And then I also, which was really helped, um, I also downloaded and ordered uh, the Square app. Oh, yeah. So I can take credit card right out front so we don't have to go back and forth. That's so perfect. That's very, it, it worked out really well. Yeah. And I think, I think having some of those things in place and once you got that kind of established, had the doorbell situation, had it figured out, okay, people come and they can either call you and place an order or, you know, you come out and you take it right then and there having those systems in place that you put together helps alleviate any confusion or probably like the, the stress of not knowing what you're doing each time and having to run around or anything. Exactly, exactly. And I've got posters on the table too that, you know, um, says, hey, we love our customers. You know, this is why we're doing this. Keep yeah. Safe, you know, yeah. What yeah. has it been like um, in your community? Like, are other, are, since it is a smaller community, you said you have a population of about a thousand. Are there a lot of other independent businesses in your town? And how are you all kind of like, are you finding that people are coming together and working together through this or even are the business owners communicating with one another? Yeah. Yeah. We really are. Um, the pharmacy, um, mm -hmm. they are doing the same thing. It's, you know, walk up to the door. Um, as is city hall. Um, of course the dental office is closed now. Um, but any any other community of you know they do do that the telephone office their doors are closed um yeah and they you know they're still inside if they if you need something um the grocery store had to change some hours um yeah. but yeah you know um i'm the past president of the Kiyosakwa chamber and chamber has been wonderful about putting things out to the businesses of you know um different different things about COVID-19 um, from, you know, your employee posters that you need to have out, you know, to the new rules or anything like that, or, you know, um, this, this business is doing it this way, you know, this business is doing it this way. And it's mm -hmm. just a, a, a really good library of information. Yeah, definitely. So what has the response from your community been through all this? I know um, kind of Randy was telling me that, that you guys had had just almost an overwhelming response from your customers. And I'd love to hear you share some of that, you know, with our listeners, if you yeah. wouldn't mind. Oh, the, the customers have been great. I don't know. Um, I don't know how many thank yous. Thank you for trying to, you know, thank you for trying to keep us safe yeah. and your employees safe. Um, you know, we did uh, the, the Facebook live video when we first started it. And it's been viewed by over 2,400 people and shared close wow. to up to 50 times. Now, that's pretty big for a town of 1,000, you know. Yeah. Of course, we draw from, you know, the area. It's a rural area. So we've had people, um, they are, are, we're right downtown, you know, the business district. So mm -hmm. we've had cars go by, honk and thumbs up and thank you for doing this. Um, we have people that if they pay cash, they've said, no, you keep the change. We just appreciate you being open. Yeah. You know, and it's just so heartwarming. They're like, we know that you're not getting the amount of business you usually do. So we want you to keep the change, whether it be coins, whether it be a five, $5 or $10, 
and they just so appreciate that they can still get what they need. Exactly. And that's what hardware stores and that's why it was so uh, gratifying for us when because when this all was starting to happen um, and there was a lot of uncertainties, NRHA, along with all the different wholesalers and co-ops came together and and put out a a letter. I don't know if you knew about the letter, but it was basically saying, you know, we would hope that that uh, local state, local government um, and and federal and the federal government would consider hardware stores and home improvement businesses and lumberyards essential business. And yeah. I don't know if how much of an impact that did make, but but they were on the essential list. And and really, in times of any type of disaster, hardware stores and home improvement businesses and lumber yards, they're the, they're the ones that the community turns to. That's so, exactly right. We're the backbone, you know. Exactly. Just because you know, somebody has COVID-19 doesn't mean that they're not going to have a plumbing problem. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a plumbing emergency. Exactly. So it's like having, having these resources available and um, I mean, it's huge, but have you, um, what kind of things are you guys thinking about? I mean, it's so weird right now because now it's April 20th and, you know, I, I tune into the news and I'm listening and I'm, I'm, uh, but I still don't really know what's going to happen or when things are going to start to open up. And I think that there'll still be a little bit of that um, trying to figure out what those next steps are. Are you guys thinking towards the future and, and, you know, when it gets to get semi back to normal and what you're wanting to do? Yes, we are. Um, we don't have a definite date, you know, either. Yeah. Um, we both look at the numbers every day of, you know, our county and in Iowa to see what mm-hmm. the numbers are with the, the positive um, cases and how many people have been tested. Um, it's extremely hard to know what what the right thing is to do. Um, but my, my son always says, uh, things can never go wrong if you're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And that's kind of what we try to, to, it's so true. Um, what's unfortunate about the COVID-19 is, and everybody has said this, there's not a stop start date. I know. And that's what's so, it's a little overwhelming because you don't want to open up too early, mm-hmm. but yet you want to be there for the customers too, especially in springtime. People want to get out oh, on their yeah. lawn, you know, and yeah. and do garden work and, and, and they can pick things up here at the store in the front, you know, curbside service. We've got, you know, lots of strong arms that can load the, the potting soil and the mulches, but it's also, you know, um, people coming into the store and getting that extra uh, gazing ball or, you know, picking up those extras too that, you know, help us out. Yeah. So it's just really hard to know what to do. Um, I, I know when we do open back up, we'll still, you know, do the six feet apart and have the, the X's on the, on the floor and only allow so many people in it at a time. Yeah. But I also think too, and and this is kind of shifting gears a little bit, but one of the things that I would say that I think from a consumer standpoint is I appreciate a little bit 
more like not just the shopping or, or this or that, but I appreciate the things that you kind of take for granted. Like I'm sure your customers appreciate you guys even more than before. Not that they didn't appreciate you, but it's like, you don't realize what you have until you don't have the, have it how you usually do. So like people that would come in and see you guys and get to have a conversation and, and talk in the store. It's like those little things like going to, to the store and browsing. I'm a big, I like to bargain shop or I like to walk through the aisles and see every single thing and decide, do I want this or do I want that? So I'm sure just that tangible experience, once people get to be back in, back in stores and, and in the churches and, and in all these different aspects of life that are kind of shut down right now, I think people are going to be more appreciative than ever. Um, oh, I, think I you're will absolutely be correct. You bet. Yeah. And just having conversations and, and relationships and another positive I've had, I've experienced is just, there's more people that you're talking to, even though we're apart, like I'm, I live alone. Um, but I'm, I'm on the phone with my family. I'm on the phone with my cousins who are all across the country. We're FaceTiming, we're doing those zoom, you know, calls with 15 people on the line. And, and so it's just fun. It's just fun to connect with people and we might not be together in person, but when we are, I'm sure there'll be a lot of happy tears shed and, and just feeling like a sense of like relief and gratitude for what we do have. I think you're exactly right. It's, um, it's amazing. We did that on Easter, you know, all of our extended family couldn't get together. So we all got together, you know, with the zoom and yeah. And, uh, I think I think this is really going to maybe bring people back about mm-hmm. and really have people think about what's really important in life. Oh, I know. You know, you know really- family, friends, and I I was listening to someone talking about how, you know, before it's easy to be like, Oh, I'm busy, I can't do this. And it's like is, are you too busy to go have coffee with your, with your mom or, or go do this or that? And it's like trying to find those priorities again. So I think that's huge. Um, it is. So what would you say to any of your, any of our listeners who maybe they're right now just like struggling or just want to hear from another retailer? Like what, what words would you have or have to say to someone who's trying to figure out kind of, what they're doing, or maybe they just want to hear, hear something from another retailer. Well, I say, let's continue to fight the good fight. I, I, you know, let's, let's rally around, let's support each other the best with the best practices and uh, lean on your co-op. You know, they're always there with, with different level levers to pull to help serve the community best. And, you know, but most importantly, use this time to level set, you know, how, how do you want to be remembered in this pandemic? Um, how did we serve our customers and uh, it, during this time of crisis? And, and, and is it going to be a lasting impression? You know, it will be a lasting impression for years on our customers, how we reacted to this pandemic. Um, yeah. I know I want to be remembered by being there for people in, in, in the unique way that our town of Kiyosakwa is, you know, they needed us, we needed them. And together we came up with, you know, a plan and it, and it's, it is working, you know, um, have our transactions declined? Yeah, they have, 
you know, but the cells, you know, have health study and they've, and we've had the good comments that we've had from people on our decision um, have yeah. been wonderful. You know, um, we don't know when it's going to go back to the new normal, but, you know, we will, we'll get back hopefully sooner than later. And yeah. um, I hope that our customers know that, you know, we, in our hearts, we're doing the right thing. Definitely. And Definitely. I, they do appreciate that. I know. For they sure. Do. For sure. Um, so I guess, I guess my thing too is after this, I think people are going to continue to want to uh, keep their homes keep their homes in order. And I, I think it, I think another thing that might come out of this is people being a little bit, maybe more um, frugal for a while, just because, I mean, I don't think our economy has faced anything like this in a long time, but I do know that, that the home improvement industry is one that is still relied upon heavily. Um, so, so hopefully that's another um, thing that our industry can continue to be there for uh for, for the country and for anyone who needs something. Um, and another thing is NRHA is here too for, for retailers. Of course, your co-ops and your wholesalers are there, but, um, you know, this week we're doing a town hall. So this is, this podcast will come out after that's already happened, but but we're looking forward to and hoping that we have retailers hop on and, and join this town hall. Will you be there? I will. I will. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. That'll be great. Yeah, I think it's just finding ways to bring retailers together and um, kind of help each other and talk about ideas and talk about what they've been doing. And, and, and when you can share those things, it just continues to strengthen us all. So whether we're doing a town hall or, you know, on the site, we're offering um we are offer we're updating the news frequently. I know the editorial team is working hard. Um, they've been working hard and, and continuing to update uh, what's going on, providing resources so retailers have access to different things. We're also offering through uh, May 31st for those that haven't taken advantage of NRHA's training. We're offering free access to the training site through May 31st. So that's another tool that retailers that maybe haven't used it but have a little extra time or maybe they have people that are at home and they want to give them something to do. Um, you know, we're just That's trying wonderful. to do whatever we can to help the industry right now. Well, and, and NRHA is the backbone of the industry, you know, as you know, they really are. They, you, they don't care if you're an ACE, a do it best, you know, yeah. they're working for everyone and they want everyone to succeed. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Well, I'm glad that you see that too, because, you know, we, we always want to be a resource for retailers and, and, you know, our mission is to help retailers become better, more profitable business owners, regardless of wholesale affiliation. So um, we'll do that. No, whether times are good, times are maybe a little scary, but we're getting through it as a group. And I think that, you know, hopefully soon we'll be back to obviously a new normal, but um, the industry and the association is here for everyone who, who needs those extra resources right now. And Dan has been doing pep talk podcasts. I don't know if you're much of a podcast listener now that you're a guest on one. Oh, good. (laughs) Now that you've been a guest on a podcast, you'll have to uh, make sure 
to maybe go back and see some of our past episodes on mine. But Dan has been doing what he's calling his pot pep talk podcast. And he's been doing like two a week. So I'm still yeah. on the schedule of one a month. Um, but his, uh, he's just trying to keep retailers up to date and, and keeping those, those ideas and things fresh on our minds. So um, that's another great resource too. That's exactly right. I, I really enjoy those of Dan. So. Good, good. Well, is there anything we didn't talk about today that you, you want to make sure you share with our listeners or is there anything I, I forgot to, to bring up? I don't think so. You know, we just, we're all in this together and what, whatever we can do to help one another out. Um, Definitely. You know, that's just, you know, um, this too shall pass. Exactly. That's what I keep saying too. Um, and it, it, I think when everybody comes back, I think it's going it, to, it's going to grow and it's going to, our customers are going to be a lot stronger and it's, they're going to, our sales are going to grow and I, I just yeah. can't wait. I just can't wait. Me too. I know. I'm excited for that day. So me too. Um, yes. I'll be, I'll be excited to hug someone again. I'm like, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks since I've, since I've hugged anyone. <laughs> I know. I know but, my daughter, you know, my, uh, my daughter's in nursing school and we can't, you know, be by her at all. And yeah, I, I just can't wait, you know, social media. It, well, and FaceTime, FaceTime is a wonderful thing, isn't it? And zoom and all those other things. So. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We, I really enjoyed getting to talk to you today and um, have a great rest of your week. Let's, let's hope it's a good week. And, and um, oh, I'm excited that you get to join the town hall this week and yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be, I'll be in touch with you, but thanks again for your time. Well, thank you so much, Renee. You have a good week too. You too. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.